Capital One announced that it's buying Discover. The Alabama Supreme Court issued a ruling on frozen embryos. And a lawsuit says Tinder is getting people hooked on swiping. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Tuesday, February 20th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Banking giant Capital One is purchasing Discover Financial Services. That's our first story. The over $35 billion all-stock acquisition deal was announced yesterday. It would bring together two of the country's largest credit card companies and create the biggest credit card lender in the U.S. But the deal is likely to face close scrutiny from federal regulators. A 2021 executive order from President Biden encouraged federal officials to examine banking mergers more robustly. Credit card usage has soared in recent months as Americans try to keep up with inflation. And according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, overall credit card balances hit record highs in 2023. Number two. The crew of a cargo ship was forced to evacuate after a Houthi missile attack off the coast of Yemen. The Iran-backed militant group claimed that yesterday's strike was one of its most damaging attacks yet. It said that a British-owned cargo ship was at risk of sinking, but the Post hasn't independently confirmed that yet. The Houthis are a rebel group from Yemen, and they've been attacking ships in the Red Sea for months in protest of Israel's military campaign in Gaza. The U.S. and Britain have launched strikes on Houthi targets, but they've failed to deter them so far. The attack comes as the U.S. plans today to veto a U.N. Security Council resolution which calls for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Instead, the U.S. will propose a different resolution which calls for a temporary ceasefire while negotiations continue. Number three. The Alabama Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are children. On Friday, justices on the state's top court ruled that a person who had mistakenly destroyed frozen embryos could be held liable in a wrongful death lawsuit. The court said that it made the decision because Alabama state law considers what it calls unborn children to be children, and that means that fertilized eggs should have the same legal protection as babies. Anti-abortion organizers and lawmakers have tried in the past to make it illegal to destroy embryos, but no other state's high court has ruled on the matter in this way. And it could have a huge impact on access to IVF in Alabama. These treatments typically involve the creation of multiple embryos to give patients more chances at a pregnancy. The embryos are then frozen, and unused embryos can be destroyed. The ruling may make clinics and parents less willing to pursue IVF and face possible legal consequences. Number four. The wife of Haiti's former president was accused of involvement in his killing. In 2021, a group of gunmen with assault weapons killed President Jovenel Moise and wounded his wife Martine at their home in the hills overlooking Port-au-Prince. But according to a report from a judge investigating the killing, which was obtained yesterday by The Post, the former first lady is one of 51 people to be indicted in the attack. And the man who stepped in to lead Haiti after the shooting was also indicted. The report provides no direct evidence of the involvement of the former first lady, and her whereabouts are unknown. Haiti currently has no president or elected national officials and is roiled by gang violence. And the report could inflame tensions in the country even further. Tinder and Hinge were sued by dating app users. That's number five. A class action lawsuit was filed against Match on Valentine's Day. Match is the company that owns online dating platforms Tinder, Hinge, and The League. 
The disgruntled users accuse Match of, quote, employing psychologically manipulative features to ensure they remain on the app perpetually as paying subscribers. They say that game-like design features get people hooked on swiping, instead of getting them into relationships. Match called the lawsuit ridiculous. But if the story makes you wonder if you may be addicted to swiping, you have options. Experts recommend limiting time on dating apps, using them mindfully, and budgeting carefully for any paid features. Good luck in your quest for love. Number six. It's going to be close. Who won it for him? William Byron won the Daytona 500 to open NASCAR's season. And the Daytona 500 goes to victory lane. William Byron from Charlotte, North Carolina. Rudy the 26-year-old only led for the final four laps, holding off his teammate Alex Bowman. That was after an 18-car wreck with eight laps to go shook up the field. The victory came after rain had delayed the season-opening stock car race by a day. Byron's win was a record-tying ninth at Daytona for Hendrick Motorsports. And it came on the 40th anniversary of the team's first race. And at number seven, John Oliver offered Clarence Thomas $1 million a year if he steps down from the Supreme Court. The host of HBO's Last Week Tonight said on Sunday's show that the Supreme Court justice had 30 days to accept his offer, which includes a $2.4 million motor coach. And you deserve a break, you know, away from the meanness of Washington, so you can be surrounded by the regular folks whose lives you've made demonstrably worse for decades now. And the good news is, I think we can help you there, because since your favorite mode of travel might be in need of an upgrade, we are excited to offer you... Brand new, top-of-the-line Prevolt Marathon motor coach. Look at this beauty, Clarence. Thomas has been criticized for accepting gifts and favors from conservative billionaires and failing to disclose them. He's denied any wrongdoing. But one poll found that 58% of Americans disapprove of the way the court is handling its job. In the wake of scrutiny, the court announced in November that it had adopted a new code of conduct. But it doesn't have any way to enforce those standards against those who fall short. That's why the late-night host decided to open his own wallet. And Oliver said experts have assured him that his proposal was somehow legal. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, a great way to support our work is through a subscription to The Washington Post. An all-access digital subscription is just $29 for one year. Swipe right on us. And subscribe to The Post by going to WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll meet you back here tomorrow.